I hope you're feeling better, sir. Yeah, man. All right, let me go ahead and post this on the old Facebookies pages. So let's see if y'all can get a good sound of this. Oh, yeah. Ay, papa. This is just here for aesthetics tonight. Yes. And depending on how tonight goes, maybe this is just aesthetics for the foreseeable future. Yeah. What are we previewing tonight? Winter is coming. Previewing winter is coming. You wouldn't know it if you're in Texas. How hot was it today? 86? C-O-M-I-N-G. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we all know what kind of coming you're used to. I mean, you can tell what's going on with my uh, autocorrect. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> For whatever reason, yours doesn't say ducking. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Tss. Alright, so post it on oh, uh, our our personal Facebook page. Our personal... our. I was in San Antonio in February once. was hot as balls. I know, man. Fucking Texas. Is Daniel from... You're from Houston? If you're from Houston, you should be going to San Antonio a lot more often. Who are you? Oh, really? Of all people? Well, what do you say? Fuck. Bandito got the virus. Bandito? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's some breaking news. Yeah. That's going to be uh, uh, Omicron, Delta, or Rainbow. Dude, Daniel Price is watching us from fucking Virginia, bro. Vagina? Yeah. All right. Wow. I'm, I'm fatter and flattered. <laughs> Thank you, sir, from Virginia. Oh. Winter, not wiener. <laughs> Winter is coming. Okay, good. We're still recording. I just wanted to make sure we got all that. Wiener is coming. Man. All right. Fucking yeah. Bandito, man. <laughs> Arnold sent us a text. Hey, are y'all are y'all going to start? It was right before you were done uh, done on there. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep your panties on. He <laughs> he just replied, too late. They're off. God damn it. It's going to be that kind of party. <laughs> that kind of party. That kind of party. All right. I'm in. Mm. <laughs> yeah. What, In that uh, case, what episode are we? 390. 391? 392? Where are we at? 391. 391.、Yeah. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391. 391
our boy Jojo got caught. <laughs> and Bandito got caught. Mm-hmm. Bandito okay. got caught. All right, shit. So that throws a monkey wrench in final battle that happens this Saturday. Where who ben, is he? He is the Ring of Honor world champion. No, who's he fighting? Jonathan Gresham. Oh, oh that's supposed to be a good match. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure what the replacement is. Um, <laughs> Arnold bastard. Um, dude, Ronan ain't messing around, man. I mean, you know, it sucks for Ring yeah. of Honor because this is apparently the end of an era. Yeah. Um, I saw the Facebook on Facebook the promo video that builds up Jonathan Gresham, and there's like a lot of Brian Danielson videos of him in Ring of Honor as the pure champion yeah. and shit, and wild speculation on my part, thinking that if Gresham wins the title, um. He goes to fucking AEW to defend the Ring of Honor title against Brian Danielson. Because um, I dropped this, I dropped this a couple of episodes ago that there's a comparison between how Brian Danielson right now in AEW is finishing off all these people with different submissions, right, and different finishes, and that's a that's a page out of a story that Gresham's been doing mm. up until Ring of Honor got the axe, yeah, up until this last co- the weekend that's coming up, yeah. But Re- Gresham's been telling that same story, and he's an a 21 version of Brian Danielson yeah. of original Ring of Honor and watching those two guys just turn each other into pretzels. Yeah. That, that shit, anybody would pay top dollar to watch that. Um, it sucks. Hopefully he still wins the belt, but it just, it, it, I hope it doesn't turn out the way fucking Triple A did because um, Omega was supposed to defend the belt against yeah. Hijo de Vikingo. And that was, I'm still waiting for that match. That was supposed to be really good. Yeah. Um, it's, the replacement, to be honest, it didn't even make my match of the week Hennessy list. Because oh. it was Bobby Fish, Jay Lethal, um, Samurai Do Soul. Um, was it Bandito? And Hijo de Vikingo. And when you get those multi-man matches, you, you tend to forget when you're watching wrestling that sometimes those, those Lucha Libre matches... You gotta suspend like your whole fucking brain from your head. Like you don't suspend all the least. You suspend everything because yeah. there's all it's 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 a Mexican mess. But at the end, <laughs> Vikingo won the belt anyway, which is cool for him and everybody popped for it. But the match was like, eh. and if you're watching AAA, that's almost every match already is just yeah. like that. That tornado style rules yeah. and everything, no tags, and it's always one on one, and then at one gets knocked out, the next person comes in almost like a. Like a yeah. broken freaking WWE All Stars game, it's like, eh. but um, but it sucks for Final Battle, man. I was re- I I still am looking forward to see w- um, what they pull out for Final Battle and how they end things. Especially they're gonna have a a full cr- uh, live crowd in Baltimore. I think the show sold out to be honest. But um, it sucks for Bandito. Uh, <laughs> we we have two fourths of HWR here live, and we also have two fourths of HWR in the goddamn live chat. Oh shit, Arnold Hector, welcome. So uh, when we stop at 9.30, y'all can, we'll leave the feed running so that the chat stays open and you two can do like a B-Sides episode and like <laughs> tell us how we're wrong about everything. Everything. Um, and JoJo says, uh, Bandito was here for GCW so high. So <laughs> I believe it. But I have a question. Diga, man. What's the difference between GCW, local wrestling, and uh, PFW? 
One has money and recognition. Which one's that one? GCW. GCW. Game Changer Wrestling. Okay. Brett Lauderdale, I think, is the dude. Why do, Why does that one have the recognition and the other two don't? Because uh, GCW's been around for like four or five years. Before Dark Side of the Ring, mm-hmm. um, Scott and I were at a show at fucking... We're, we're at a MLW show in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And um, that same night, or later on that night after those tapings... Mm-hmm. Was a GCW show and uh, everybody had the uh, the Nick Gage shirts, yeah, um, Kill Death Gang or whatever, yeah, MDK Murder Death Gang. That everybody was rocking those shows. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and I googled it a little bit. And I was like, okay, and then just didn't think much of it because they've been around for a minute. So, and it, there, it, they, is GCW just just in Houston and Dallas no. and that's it. Or GCW they go all over? is from is from is from. It's almost like the second coming of ECW. They're from the Northwest. Oh, okay. Northeast, I'm sorry. But Northeast. they just happen to but they're, have they're shows touring. in Dallas they're and tu- Yeah, they're okay. touring. And, and they, they, they have a consistent... Oh, okay. They sell out. Whenever For they so- come here, whenever they go to Dallas, that's a small spot, but they sell out. Yeah, because so. cause weren't they running in the same spot as Loco? Yeah. Okay, and that, yeah. that warehouse in off of like Harrisburg and shit. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. That's why I was like... Bring your own confused. COVID. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Arnold Arnold says ROH pure title Versus the S- FTW championship Ballant- b- Battle of the irrelevant belts <laughs> It's funny <laughs> But as a wrestling fan Jonathan Gresham against Ricky Starks That'd be nice That would be nice That'd be nice I'm sure that's happened at some point already though Perhaps Probably in some indie Probably yeah. in Texas or Louisiana we might pop in a little bit more Ring of Honor talk later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's catch up on stuff that's happened in the last couple of weeks. We were supposed to be here last week to do a preview for TakeOver. Well, not TakeOver. War Games 2.0. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't get to talk about this. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear that Seth Rollins got tackled by a fan on Raw? I was like, damn. That's the best thing that happened on Raw. <laughs> Uh, and it's sad, you know. Um, I, I know a lot of people were like talking about this looks bad on Seth and blah blah blah, this and that. I go, no, this is just bad on the IWC, bad on the wrestling fans, bad on the security. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't care too much about Seth, you know. Or, <laughs> no, in in this respect, yeah. you know, I don't I don't care that like Seth got tackled. I mean. Fucking got snuck up on and he got tackled by some, you know, dude. That's it. Snuck you know? up on. Dude came from around. All the way to the entranceway and then kadoosh. Snuck up on? Well, he didn't see him until he well, came around at the corner, you know? So. Just giving you shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is in the same arena in Brooklyn where the fan tackled Brett during the Hall of Fame ceremony. <laughs> Fucking Arnold. You know, oh Arnold, we're gonna, Arnold, we're gonna beef a lot on on today's episode, but um, yeah, man, it just where was Becky to protect him? Becky was about to come out. Becky, it, there's fan footage that that they took on cell phones, and there was Hunter outside in the dark, but you could see his silhouette, and then right behind him, Becky walked out like she was about to check on. Was him. it Hunter or Hayes? I thought it was Hayes. I thought it was Hunter, but it's still a way. It could well, be any, any fat fuck. But. Any fat fuck. <laughs> it could be me. <laughs> well, I don't see you in Brooklyn. Ah, that's true. <laughs> um, I just... 
There's a lot of crazy shit that happens in wrestling, man. You know, Um, crazy ass people too. Um, Yeah, I would hate for WWE to be another one of those companies that do things retroactively instead of proactively. You know, the dude is carrying something, or the dude is packing something. It could be a a completely different fucking story. And I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, around this time uh, is the anniversary of uh, Dimebag getting shot. And killed mm-hmm. during a performance mm-hmm. by a fan that mm-hmm. jumped on stage. You know, you don't want to see it. Rest, deaths in wrestling in general, you don't want to see that shit at all. But yeah. You don't, we don't. This new generation of fans don't really understand how much damage Chris Benoit did to pro yeah. wrestling. And you don't want this generation of fans to not, to want to not want to watch wrestling anymore or have something negative tied to what they really care about to have a situation where some dumbass gets in there gets leaves the, the crowd and goes into the ring or goes into the ramp and attacks a wrestler or, kill, or god forbid hurts or kills a wrestler live on television you know and that <laughs> it's hard to come back from D- daniel kind of posts up a rebuttal uh, uh, on kind of what you're saying like it seems like it's kind of in the spirit of, well, it's not going to happen in wrestling because he doesn't say that verbatim. His verbatim is, well, a lot of what happened with Dime was uh, Phil was shooting off his mouth at some fan and they took it literally. Mm-hmm. To that, I reply, MJF. Like, There's a reason why the band is on the stage and are getting paid to perform and the people on the other side of the rail yeah. paying to watch. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why fans are on one side of the rail paying yeah. to watch, and there's another reason. Right, but, but yeah. that's besides the point I'm trying to make, which is like you're trying to incite and elicit a reaction from the audience. So yeah, like MJF will probably say something because he's known to not pull punches and fucking say shit. You know, uh, he, he called Darby Allen a fucking. It's terrorist to shit or school shooter or something yeah. at one point during their food. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, man, I, I don't, I don't want this to be like a thing now where it's like, okay, these guys are going to jump the, the railing and because I mean, it, it, this isn't the first time that's happened, right? Of Somebody course. trying to fucking tackle Bret Hart during, you know, the, uh, Hall, the of Hall of Fame, yeah. you know, but like this guy seemed to have been the most successful that I remember. I guess it was because it was on the ramp and it was just Seth and like Seth got. It was on the ramp, lost his footing, landed on his ass, you know. But the other times when other folks got into the ring, um, they got their ass beat. <laughs> this guy didn't really get his ass beat, and I think it was just because of the logistics the, the of the situation where it was, you know, um, which sucks. Which I hope doesn't encourage other folks to do it. That's the problem, you know. Like like what Daniel's saying about Dimebag. Oh, Dimebag was running his mouth, you know, or Phil was running his mouth, whatever. Like. You tell me wrestlers don't run their mouths? I mean, fucking, what was it? Uh, Bubba Ray like said something. Oh, about, dude, those heat wave pay per views yeah. where he's like calling his the mom a whore and teaching her daughter how to suck, suck dick. dick. I mean, dude, <laughs> he, he did that when he came here to Pasadena, where he yeah. said that like, oh my 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 stomach's gonna be on your mom's back. Like, <laughs> god damn, he said that at PWA. <laughs> That booker's promotion. Like, <laughs> for the kids that didn't even get the reference. Yeah. Like, they don't understand what he was saying. Like, come on, do your mama doggy style. Like, fuck. You know? Uh, we had this conversation in the chat. We're about to replay it a little bit of it just for the people that are listening. Do you like your Cody rare, medium, or well done? 
Um, a little blue. A little blue? Just a little blue. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's all, that's all I need. In researching that joke, uh-huh. I realized that it's not blood when you go eat at a restaurant. It's something else. The blood's been drained long ago in yeah. the, the meat product. It's just the, the protein and juices that yeah. are left in your, in your meat. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, I'm still learning how to cook. I haven't burned down the apartment yet. The extinguisher still. I cool. like my Cody not on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for bringing that up. God damn it. God damn it, Daniel. How hard is Cody trying to be cheered? Uh, he did this in his hometown of Atlanta. The last time in Atlanta, I was there for him to do a moonsault off the top of their first cage match on yeah. Wardlow. And now this guy's trying to like set himself on fire. What did you think of the whole thing in general? You know, I thought that this was the complete opposite direction, the opposite end of the pendulum from Sparkler Deathmatch, right? <laughs> Sparkler Deathmatch, we expected, oh, some shit is about to go down. And we and got then, a wet fart. And then this match, I wasn't even really paying attention to this match. And I like AEW. AEW is the only shit that I'm watching nowadays. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, Elidolo versus Cody. All right, cool. I don't have the Cody hate that everybody has. In fact, I don't really get it other than people are just like bandwagging on each other to hate Cody. Like, okay, whatever. I like Cody, uh, but I don't think he's the best. I'm not sucking his dick, but I'm also not like hating on the guy, right? But I thought that this, like I said, it was the complete opposite where it was like I wasn't expecting nothing. This didn't really, you know, I was fucking playing on my phone. The match was there. Oh, I eat the long whatever. It's, 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 a, it's a bridge match between the other stuff with him yeah. and Malachi. And Elidolo's going to do some other shit with probably Pack. Death Triangle, yeah. Pack or something. Like, like they're kind of intersecting, but it doesn't matter. Brandy comes out. Whoa, what the fuck? Okay. Table comes out. Oh, all right. Man, what the fuck is all that shit on Cody's back, man? That's weird. I don't know. He must have had a real bad sunburn. Oh, Andrade's shirt when he came out. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, what's going him? on there? I don't, yeah. I don't know. This is weird. And then Brandy's setting a table on fire. All right. Whoa. What? That escalated way too quickly. <laughs> what are they doing? Oh, obviously, this is just going to be a tease spot. No. no. <laughs> Bareback Cody. <laughs> Inverted suplex. Yeah. With yeah. Andrade's face almost jumping going, into the flame. Face going into the fire. What the fuck? This was unwarranted. Like, what? The story. You know, I. Okay. And I thought of this before Corny said it. And before I messaged it to you. Yes. And Corny's right. Where Jim Cornette said, this shit should have not have been for this match. Because the feud is with him and Malachi Black. If there's ever a point where they really want to fucking, Cody really wants to stick it and put the nail in the dagger, whatever you want to say to to somebody with this type of match, it's with Malachi, not with El Idolo. Why, why, why did Andrade get that? Like, that didn't make no sense on this random episode. It didn't make no sense. You're trying to get cheered. I get it. But what? Like, and it didn't even work as far as if the motive is I need to get cheers in my hometown. Yeah, it got more like, oh. They're probably cheering because they got to see the spot live in person. I mean, you yeah. Know? But even then, it was more Not to shock. mention on a stage that big. It was, it was more shock than it was cheers. It was more like, holy shit. You know, like, wow. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't think. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Daniel says, thank you, Abel. Uh, what within the matchup between Cody and Andrade had... 
had made it need to be the level of blood feud that you need to, for a flaming table. I wow. yeah yeah it didn't need to be a flaming table. I mean I wish that corny did or say a it. different spot. The inverted suplex is just puts people in. So if if he's doing an inverted suplex, then why is Ma- then why is Andrade's back covered in the retardant? His chest should be covered in the retardant. Not his back if he's going in stuff if he's getting flipped. I mean maybe, first. maybe it was also on his front too, but all that shit was on Cody's back too. And again, I couldn't figure out what it was yeah. until I realized after the fact, oh, it was a flame retardant. Okay, cool. Yeah. How the hell are you gonna wrestle with that shit on shirtless for and twenty just minutes? Hope it stays on there through the bumps and the sweat and all that, like and the fucking put on a shirt. Like <laughs> damn, like if you're gonna do this spot, like I don't get Bully it. Bully actually okay. said it best. If you're gonna do that, go all out. Yeah, they they, they fully had layers of, of of flannel. Bully had the muscle shirt. They, they just go. Edge yeah. went through a shirtless though. Yeah, but Edge did it at Wrestle Fucking Mania in a feud that warranted that exactly with a guy that warranted that. Yes. Yeah. Where it made sense, like the only way you're gonna beat the fucking hardcore legend. Burn his ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and even then, he's the one that ate it. And when he ate it, he sold the shit out of it. He was traumatized. Edge, the rated R superstar, the badass who's going to have live sex celebrations on TV. Looked like he saw a ghost. He was walk, <laughs> leaving out of there like this, shaking, Master. Master. trembling. <laughs> Cody and Andrade, both. It was like, oh, man, that was a tough spot. And that's it. This changed Edge's career. Yeah. It changed his fucking career, dude. Yeah. And this is just like, all right, well, we did a badass spot. Hope you cheer me now. Like, that's it? I'm he sorry. Got, I, I love AEW. He got, Cody but, got more of a uh-uh. reaction last night teasing leaving in the heel tunnel before turning back around and going in the babyface tunnel. Yeah. He got more reaction out of that than actually going, burning himself and going through a goddamn table. <laughs> Chichojo, GC dub, GC dub. Oh shit! <laughs> Go back for the next variant in February. Oh yeah. Um, we got to watch a little bit of um, Broken Skull Sessions. You know what? That's why. That's why Charlotte broke up with him for doing that dumbass spot. Since his beard and everything, it's like you know what I don't like. His it. first time was supposed to be with her, huh? Oh, that's what. It that's was. what it is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Woo! First impressions. Thirty minutes, twenty-five minutes in. Uh, Broken Skull Session with Jeff Hardy. That was cool. Um, Any foreshadowing before we get to the next part of the A little bit. bit. Well, I I don't know if it's foreshadowing as much as, man, you don't fucked yourself, right? Because Jeff Hardy was saying it himself, that this was his last last shot, his last chance to, you know, finally do something good. And it's like, man, you said that a week ago, and then the next week, you're piecing out and you're you're chucking to do some walking through the fans. And you know what was weird is that I'm not sure if you caught this or if you drew the parallel. This seemed to be just like a throwaway, you know, interview question that that Stone Cold thro- uh, you know, said where it was like, "Oh, you know, what do you think about the fans? You know, you might show up somewhere and it, you know, it might be a lighthouse and maybe you don't want to go ahead and paint your face." And then Hardy goes, "Oh, the fans are mean everything to me, so I paint my face every time cuz even if it, you know, there's nobody there, but there's that one kid that drove 300 miles and you know, that's what I do it for. I just do it for him. You do it for, Really? Motherfucker? You're going to do it for all that? And you said this is your last chance? 
And you're going to talk about, oh, man, it's all about the fans. And I don't want to disappoint that one kid. It's a blessing. Yeah, it's a blessing. I don't want to disappoint that one kid by not painting my face. What are you going to disappoint? Everybody? Walking through the audience, chucking the deuce, and just getting yourself fucking fired by refusing uh, um, rehab. Rehab? Yeah, that's what you're going to (sighs) do? Get the fuck out of here. Ah, so yeah, Hardy walked out on a tag match um, over the weekend, and he got replaced on Corpus on Monday or whatever. Yeah, I agree with you, Daniel. I'm sorry. What are you sorry? Daniel said, people can dislike me for this, that's fine. But if I'm a promoter, I would have never trusted Hardy after Victory Road. Ouch! I agree! I agree, man. Like, damn, dude. What was the thing with the Ultimate Warrior when they brought him back for that run with Goldust and Jerry Lawler? Where, um, I don't don't know if it was kayfabe, but I remember the promo that they had a uh, gorilla's like, oh, we need an insurance bond to make sure that he shows up at every single event so he doesn't disappoint all you fans that paid a ticket to see him. (laughs) There had to have been some kind of like, oh, let me hold your house or let me hold this much much of your contract Mm. for this six months or a year and so you fulfill it without any issues and then we'll give you the rest. Yeah. says a good faith that you'll... (sighs) Man, there's only one piece of defense I can give it and I hope this doesn't give me away when I say this. Um... I currently work at a job that will not be named specifically that ever since we converted to this new culture has been a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And lately it's gotten to the point that it's affected my life outside of work. Mm. When you see that there's no stability within WWE, people are getting released contracts they're getting cut budget cuts yeah talented people are getting released there's not really any merit to the document that you signed if there's a if there's an atmosphere that your surroundings is not helping you i don't blame jeff for walking out the way he did that's the only that's the only break i'll give him because i got raises i'm getting overtime getting paid mileage there's things more important than money. You know, up to this point, Jeff is in a high-profile storyline with fucking Drew McIntyre on SmackDown. And we, we had the, the promo yeah. the, the promo on, on Broken Skull that Jeff's like, I got one more run in me. I've got a solid idea. I've gone to freaking Michael Hayes. I've never really go to Vince McMahon. Matt was always the guy that would speak up on behalf of the team. And now it's me that I got to do it. So I go, I go in stages. This could possibly have been the solidification of his final run that could have possibly led to former had you were surprised tell them how many times has jeff hardy been world champion three i thought he was one one maybe two but when they said three (laughs) i was like are are they counting his tna runs no they weren't three times three times in WWE. wow yeah i was possibly a fourth yeah you know and the fans even now he's 44 there's still fucking kids paint face painting. There's still fucking kids with the signs. There's still the fucking fu- kids bands. with the armbands. Like I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about that shit. He had he even he had the opportunity to even get close to being where he was before. Yeah. But if the environment around is that bad that it's not helping him physically, 
or spiritually, especially with a guy like Jeff, spirituality and mentality is a big thing for him. If that environment is not conducive to keeping him above ground, I don't blame him for 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 throwing up the deuce. That's the only well, breakout well, given. See, that's, that's assuming, the only that's assuming that he's throwing up the deuce just because like he's disgruntled with what the hell's going on in WWE. Which is the reason why I haven't been watching WWE, which is I'm sure the reason why some people aren't re-signing with WWE. Yeah, but, you when, know? but, but Jeff, I don't know if this is the same way, right? But, but that's always the start because when you got a guy like Jeff's history who's acknowledged it on television, acknowledged it in documentaries, acknowledged it in books, and had his brother acknowledge it, that he's got depression and he's got alcohol issues and got drug issues. And if that environment... If it's not helping and it's pushing you to cope with the things that have put you where you've been your lowest. Your, uh, your boy's calling you out. Ah, shit. JoJo says, Crystal has the armbands in the bedroom. <laughs> Bathroom. Ah. <laughs> Gotta rinse them out every now and then. Yeah, what do you JoJo be doing with them armbands in the bedroom? Man, you don't know <laughs> nothing about that Team Cyanide life. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Get Wayne, yeah, and Big, oh. get, get Wayne and Big John in here. Daniel <laughs> said, oh, another da- one. Daniel said what you had said when you noticed. You, you told it to me, and I, oh, shit, I didn't notice. But Stone Cold and Hardy were the same way like you and me right now. It's like, as you know, Stone Cold had the beer and hey, Jeff didn't. That's what da- uh, Daniel... Uh, I called him on it. Yeah, he said, oh, Austin was drinking in front of him during the Broken Skull interview. <laughs> like, <"Yeah." laughs> uh. The difference is I don't drink because I don't like it. <laughs> Not because I got addicted to it and, you know, I need to stay away from it. I just don't like the shit. Yeah, I never said I like it either. <laughs> but it makes it helps me go to bed at least. I go to bed just fine. Well, shit, well, you're surrounded by pussy. <laughs> uh, I would ask you what you thought about War Games, but tell the audience how much of War Games you saw. I didn't see shit. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you, man, I haven't watched WWE in like two months, three months now, however long it's been. Ever since the second episode of NXT 2.0, I stopped watching. Wow. Stopped watching. I, I haven't watched any WWE product at all whatsoever. And I'm loving my life. Living your best life. I'm living my best life right now, bro. Yeah. Like, seriously, man. Like, I watch AEW. I go to the independent wrestling shows here, do my, my little ring announcer thing. Call go every now and then. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, I, I, I get some food. <laughs> Catching up on, uh, like, diff- different shows. You know, I've been watching Hawkeye. Hawkeye's real good. I like it. You know, been playing other video games. Time out. There. Yeah. I always get the vibe. I've been getting the vibe from the beginning that Hawkeye, it's, it's surrounded by Christmas, right? Yes. I feel like that's a show that I'm gonna just wait till it's all out and I'm gonna binge the whole fucker in one weekend. That's, I haven't that's watched. Okay. I haven't watched any Hawkeye. That's okay. He's like the least interesting Avenger to me for whatever reason. But I'm sure this okay. story's pulling at the heartstrings and making you want to wait for the next episode. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm definitely like, oh man, I can't wait yeah. until the next. Haley Steinfeld's yeah. cute. You know? Oh yeah, she's, she's cute. she was great in, in the Bumblebee cute. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, st- I I got fucking um, Warzone. Is it Warzone? Not Warzone. Vanguard, Call of Duty Vanguard on Black Friday. I haven't oh, even man. opened that shit. Haven't even really? Played, haven't played it yet because I remembered why I hate Xbox. Why? Because you gotta download seventy gigs of shit before you can actually shoot somebody. Well, it's the same thing with fucking PlayStation. It's any video game nowadays, man. Not, not the Switch. <laughs> oh, the Switch. Sorry, 
Yeah, man. I mean, dude, I've I've logged in so many hours on Hades, and I'm about to start. I've been dying to get that game on the Switch, but I've heard so many Hades good reviews. Is so cool, man. I love that game, dude. It's like, it's like there's just four main stages. You clear the stage, you start over, and that's it. Every time you start over, there's different combinations of different shit. You have different weapons, you have different blessings, mix and match, see how far you can get this time versus the last time. Oh, well, I was using the power from Zeus. Oh, no, this time I'm going to use the power from Poseidon. Oh, how does that mix and match with the weapon I have? Well, this weapon's better for that. Like, Holy dude, shit, it sounds like Mega Man. Dude, <laughs> it's, it's fucking badass, dude. It's so good. And, right. the, and the story just goes. The story just keeps... Every time you restart... The story still continues. So it's pretty cool, man. I love Hades. Oh, God. It's so Daniel good. hit it right in the what, head. What do you say? He what goes with say? old consoles. None of that downloading and DLC bullshit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm guessing there's no fucking Wi-Fi in Virginia. Ah. I guess not. Ah, shit. Well, it's because Virginia is for lovers. Oh, yeah. You don't yeah. need electricity for that. Just need... <laughs> Or batteries. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes you do. <laughs> okay, so we'll skip the War Games actual event. Yeah. Basically, the, the, the ending of the show was the 2.0 uh, survives over black and gold. You know, and then Gargano cuts the yeah. promo and he's gone. Kylo loses to Von Wagner in the cage match. And Kylo's gone. I don't even know who Von Wagner is. <laughs> It was Kylo's tag team partner. They had tag, tag title match and takeover against Imperium, which is match when we can it, but we'll get okay. there. Um, where do you see Gargano and where do you see O'Reilly? <laughs> oh, fuck. Daniel says, "Yeah, no Wi-Fi. We all gather around the Waffle House and steal theirs." <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Hold on. While we're while we're at it, making fun of other states, oh, I had a guy at work come in today. And he had an Iowa driver's license, oh, right? So uh, he tells me he was in Iowa for a bit. You know, he's he goes to a bunch of different states or whatever. And he lost his, uh, I think he said, Louisiana driver's license while in Iowa. So to get a new driver's license, he had to get an Iowa license. I'm like, All right, whatever, right? And so I'm putting in his information, whatever. And he goes, hey, you know what Iowa stands for, right? Oh, fuck. It's like, no. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. No, he says it stands for... Idiots outside wandering around. <laughs> and I was like, I lost my shit. I was at work trying to be professional. And when he said that, I, I died. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. Wow. I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> and he's like, don't worry. A guy from Iowa told me that joke. I was like, oh, of course he did. <laughs> Idiots outside wandering around. <laughs> well, plenty of fields to do it in. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> That's for all our Iowa viewers. <laughs> Viewer. <laughs> Where does Gargano go? <sighs> Not ROH. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're on a roll tonight. Put your, let's put some butter on you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Dude, it, it it's too easy to say any exciting wrestler that's leaving WWE is gonna go to AEW, right? It, it's it's just too too easy to say that, um, and I kind of don't want that to happen either, because 
I don't I don't want AEW to get that to fall in that same pitfall that, that WCW did, where they had this bloated roster of ex guys from WWF, WWE, whatever you want to call it, and then their guys, their their pillars, mm-hmm. you know, their five pillars now, um, you know, get get buried and get lost, right? Because it's like, okay, cool, you know, DDP is pretty awesome. And DDP got got lost in the shuffle there for a little bit, and it was like DDP versus the XWWE guys. Yeah, you know, uh, so it was like DDP and Sting, and like who else? Well, oh. we have this one guy from uh, this tag team that was really cool. Uh, yeah, let's push Booker. You know, like, like they they were struggling to make their WCW fans, rel- or uh, not fans, their WCW guys talent. Yeah. Ta- talent relevant. They were struggling to do that, and, and I'm starting to see AEW doing that. No, the the thing is, and I, I've said this plenty of times, um, I don't care necessarily where they're all from um, because AEW seems to handle them well. Uh, AEW handles Miro great. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I don't think less of Miro or less of AEW because he's there. In fact, you, you like to say that they still have the WWE stink. I don't know. I think that stink is washed off of Miro, to be honest. Yeah. All that being said, I still want to see Brian Pillman Jr. to get his, his time to shine. And once we start bringing in Brian and Punk and, you know, the, the XYZ and the, this and that and the other. Cole. Yeah. Where has been Brian Pillman Jr.? Like, I know he's green. He's green as dog shit. Like, well, no, dog shit's brown. But you know what I mean, right? Goose shit. Goose shit's green, yeah, goose right? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Baby shit. Uh, like, he's green as hell. I get it. Give him some time in the ring. You know, he's still baby face. He's got reasons why people would, would gravitate to him. Reasons why he would be over other than his in-ring ability. I mean, goddamn, look at The Rock. The Rock fucking sucked in the ring, but he was great on the mic and had a great personality. And so, eventually, he uh, got up. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't I, this sound like the I, musings of someone that didn't watch Dynamite last night? I did not watch Dynamite last night. <laughs> yeah, because there was a, a segment with the uh, Varsity Blondes and Julia Hart's out there. Really? They're on the ramp and they're cutting a promo. Well, and then fuck guess, my hot take. Yeah, and guess what happened? I can't reach the switch, but the light went out. The yeah. light went back on. Malachi standing right there in front oh. of them. In front of Pillman Jr. In front of all three of them. Oh. And then <gasps> right to Julia Hart. The mist. Oh. The lights went out. They went back on. That motherfucker gone. And all the guy and the guys are ham hawing over. Oh my god, poor Julia. Get some help. All that. So mm. there you go. Okay. You getting there? Okay. You getting there? All right. All right. Uh, all right. I'm gonna throw some weird picks because the obvious sometimes isn't as fun. Jojo says. O'Reilly, AEW. Johnny Wrestling becomes Johnny Impacted or Johnny Sushi. Johnny Sushi? You're talking about the wrong Johnny, fool. <laughs> Johnny fucking Gargano, not... Well, what is he now? Johnny Unemployed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> John Morrison? <laughs> Johnny ain't got no job? Johnny stuck at home with Taya Valkyrie? <laughs> Doing nothing? <laughs> He kind of took, he kind of stole my thunder. Oh, did he? I've got Johnny Gargano going to Impact, staying home. 
Okay. He's got the kid coming. Be there for the birth of your kid. Yeah. Take some time to yourself. Heal up. Relax. Enjoy life. Enjoy the married life. Enjoy parenting. Yeah. And then he would join the U.S. side of New Japan. All right. Um, the reason Johnny Sushi, as yeah, JoJo Johnny said. Sushi, yeah, California roll, literally. Yeah. Um, and I say that because Taya is back. What do you mean Taya is back? Taya uh, uh, is an impact. Oh, an impact. And Triple oh. H, she challenged. Uh, she was on Triple I think, and she challenged um, somebody for something. <laughs> there was a lot going on. Yeah. Um, Johnny Wrestling was probably in like the top five in NXT as far as singles talent. For all of NXT, all of NXT, I would say, yeah, top five. Yeah, where would he be in AEW? I don't know, man. That's really hard to say because you got Punk, Brian, Guevara, MJF, now Cole. I mean, Fish is kind of getting jobbed out as Cole's helper, uh, but he could be on top. Like of he's the getting world screen there. time. He's getting screen time, but he could yeah. be on top of the world there. Yeah. You got Cody up at the top. You got Kenny up at the top, although he's out for right Miro. now. You got Miro up there around the top. Man. Trent returned last night, and he looks in phenomenal shape. If if, he, if you're going to stick fucking... Um, Pac eventually has got to be up there somewhere. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're trying to push Kingston. Trying. So, yeah, yeah, I mean... I know, I know your opinion of Kingston. I know, I get it, but, but he's regardless, still a top guy. Yeah. You know, like... That's very big of you to admit that, by the way. <laughs> well, I'm a big guy. <laughs> Not as big as it used to be, though. Ah! Uh, so it's, that's it's why I don't. Think, that's why I don't think another. And I don't say this is an. I don't mean to say this is an asshole, but another short two hundred five guy going to AEW. He probably get lost in the shuffle so fast. He might, you know. But New Japan with TJP. Leo Rush, you know? Well, Leo Rush is an A dub. Yeah, but he's also doing New Japan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would so I would think New Japan could bolster up some of the he could bolster up New Japan a little bit more. Yeah. And if he's in, if he's living he can live in the West Coast, he'd be alright. Kylo it's 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 easy for AEW to be an a, for him to go to AEW. Um if you're Priority is watching the Undisputed Era reunite on AEW. I get it. Kyle will have his role, which has always been his role, second to Adam Cole. And at times he was second to Bobby Fish. Yeah. Um, And so it's easy for him. If he understands his role and he's happy with that, just to be with the the crowd and and the roster in the locker room, he'll be happy with that. Daniel. But I'm not yeah. picking that either. Okay. Um, there's a part. Read what Daniel said first. Okay. Cole's getting booked worse than he was in NXT. It's not worth a discount undisputed era just for the sake of mediocre roles. Yeah. I think they're teasing Undisputed Era too hard. I think the storyline going down the road is Adam Cole and the Young Bucks against Kenny Omega and either the Good Brothers or Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi if he yeah. lives to see the, the, the 2022 yeah. or Kenny and somebody else. Um, a part of me really, really... there's and Here's the, here's the love-hate relationship with pro wrestling. 
there's a part of me that still has hope. That's your problem you, right yeah, there. <laughs> that's the biggest problem. You don't mean to tell me that you can't see Kyle O'Reilly on SmackDown with Roman, where he's at right now? Mid-card title feud with Shinsuke Nakamura? I could see that. You know? I don't know if I could see him being a legitimate <laughs> A B-pay-per-view had a co-main eventing Roman and Kylo. Yeah, yeah, man, but, like, I don't, man. Do you remember how much teeth we had to pull? To get D Bride to get his shot before he died and then resurrected. Kylo right? versus AJ on Raw. Yeah, that would be a fucking wet dream. Yes. <laughs> but I'm tired, my son. <laughs> I'm tired of Vince McMahon being ugly yeah. to good wrestlers. I'm tired of it, man. Like like I can't you have hope and that's that's precious of you. That's I- that's precious <laughs> of you, you summer child you. But no, you need to abandon ye all hope. When you turn on WWE. So so here's my pick. I've got Kylo and AEW having nothing to do with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. I've got Kylo. What about what Hector says? Kylo and AEW, fuck Bucks, fuck all that. Kylo. Main event picture. No. What? Kylo and Fish. Red Dragon. Nah. No? No. Damn, fuck you, Hector. Damn. (laughs) Yeah, you should have been here, fool. (laughs) Fucking looking like David Lee Garza and I'm all about Emilio Navida. But um, uh, Kylo has always been the bridesmaid. And even in NXT, he was close to getting that. that getting there. I want to do Kylo and Omega. Kylo and fucking Sammy Guevara. Fucking Kylo and Miro. Yeah. There's great matches that don't involve the young. Right now, I the get, young butts I, and the tags. I Kylo, get what you're Kylo saying. needs to be a single star. I guess what time. you're saying. You need to abandon ye all hope for that too. The reason why is because you just said it. He's always been the bridesmaid. The bridesmaid to who? To fucking Bobby Fish. Adam Cole. No, well, yeah. At one point it was Bobby Fish. Then he was bridesmaid to Adam Cole. But if you got Cole, the main main guy, who's the bridesmaid to Kenny... And then you got the bridesmaid to Cole being freaking <laughs> being freaking fish, and O'Reilly is going to be the bridesmaid. He's fucking down that fucking line. Like he he's not even a groomsman. A, a bridesman? What are they? What are they called? Groomsman. No, no, no. But for the ladies, what is it? Bridesmaid. Bridesmaid. Yeah. He is barely a bridesmaid. To make Hector feel better, O'Reilly and Fish join up with Daniel Bryan and call themselves American Red Dragons. I mean, that'd be cool. <laughs> you know, as much as... as Kylo we- against Bryan Danielson, one-on-one. Yeah, that'd be badass. But... It's too crowded. Kylo versus CM yeah. Punk. Yeah, it'd be great. But I don't know if it's going to be... You know, it's gonna get into the chicken it's <laughs> that was a See, lot of the, the problem with sounds that, I mean no, that's a classic kit you could always come back to so what's the point of blowing your load now why not have Kylo just ignore them for six months like Daniel Bryan yeah. and just do him have badass matches with people that he never got a chance to wrestle with or the future of, of AEW Where? in AEW in AEW and like side eye or being the elite or like promos backstage where they slowly start dropping hints of like Kylo's doing the promo backstage and you see Cole and the Bucks walking behind or you just subtle little shit and at some point they clash backstage like where you been? Yeah, been here six months. I've been waiting to talk to you. 
You keep avoiding my calls. You don't dress in the same locker room we do. Haven't seen the haven't seen your kids. Something to really tie it together that yeah. he's been really trying to do his own. This ain't future shock anymore. This isn't Red Dragon anymore. This isn't undisputed. It's Kylo being a star. Yeah. A star that he was always meant to be in Ring of Honor. Never got a chance to. Yeah. Star he was meant to be in NXT. Never really got the big break he was looking for. And now he's in AEW. And then set that up so that when you get the feud, that's when it all happens. And then what the fuck? Kyle O'Reilly turned on the, on the faces and he went to Undisputed after all this time. <laughs> but let, but, and just again, the, just the explanation, the 30 seconds, you know, it can, it can be done. But just because it's easy doesn't mean you have to have it so soon. Get there, build up to it, wet the appetite a little. Ladies? Nah. <laughs> Gotta romance them a little uh, bit first, you know, woo them. I know the uh, variety the isn't candles, much. Set the mood, you know. Oh, I got candles. Yeah. Oh, man. Melt that wax first, you know. Wait. <laughs> I'm looking at all my records. Please don't say that again. <laughs> Can't be melting that wax. That's vinyl. That's not wax. PC, close enough. <laughs> I know the palette isn't big for you to get to pick from, but give me some match of the week candidates. If not a pick. Oh man. Um <laughs> I'm gonna need help, dude. I don't well, I didn't watch AEW last night. It's definitely not the flaming table match with Cody. Um <laughs> uh, what else happened? Okay, I guess I'm going to have to help you out here. You're going to have to help me, man. Definitely promo of the week was the second encounter with MJF and CM Punk. Oh, yeah. Promo. Yeah. Yeah. You Go said match, bitch. If you watch, uh, if you ever get bored enough or hate yourself enough to watch TakeOver War Games... Uh, Imperium versus Kylo and Von Wagner was a pretty good match. Okay. It was actually really good. Wagner actually looked good in that match, you know? And then afterwards when they lost, Wagner tries to turn on Kylo and Kylo saw it coming <laughs> and threw up the undisputed hand sign and shit. I liked the Rosa match, the Thunder Rosa match from last week. I did... Uh, did That match hasn't happened yet. The finals of the tournament haven't happened no. yet, right? No, that's okay. going to happen New Year. Okay. But yeah, yeah the, the quarterfinals or semifinals, whatever. So here's where we get on. Arnold involved. Okay. <laughs> I thought that last night's match between uh, Riho and Jamie Hayter went way too long. Okay. It was getting good. But then AEW has this certain uh, quirk about them being so indie wrestling that they blow through fucking finishers. And there's certain times when you watch AEW, AAA, New Japan, PWG, GCW, HBK Taker from WrestleMania 25 and 26, where at some point, holy shit, that should end right there. And they fucking keep going, 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 going to the point where it's like, okay, (laughs) That match for me dragged on way too long. There was a spot where uh, Jamie Hayter hit this wicked backbreaker on her own on her own knee. Like, yeah, you're Nagi on her knee. That's how backbreakers and were. Bet Rico in fucking half. It looked awful. 
Yeah. But as a wrestling fan watching it in that sequence looked brutal. Yeah. Should have ended right there. And it didn't. And it didn't. Mm. And then it kept going. Okay. And then she puts on like a clover leaf, but she's not really you could tell it's not like you know, it's not all it's not locked in. It's not you just do you tell you can tell that the purpose of that match was to build up Riho as like the underdog. Mm. But even then, why does every fucking AEW dynamite television match have to run through a fucking commercial break? Can't we have a squash like Wardlow killing some dude and powerbombing him six times? Like last well, week. Well, we have. Yeah, last week. One yeah. in a million. Yeah. <laughs> one in a million. Yeah. You know? And there was also a tag where that happened too, where it was him and, and uh, Spears. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Wait. That was on Dark, wasn't it? I don't watch the stuff on YouTube. I, I, I actually did watch Dark this week. I watched Dark, but I didn't watch Dynamite. Go <laughs> figure. Go figure. Now, that was because I had shit going on in my house. Yeah. I really wanted to watch Dynamite, but yeah. Uh, finals of the Opera Cup. TJP versus Davey Richards on MLW a couple weeks ago was really good. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I guess it's like solidifies the homecoming for Davey Richards. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't want to say this like an asshole. It's MLW. What are you going to do with Davey Richards? Like there's – you, you really think you want to see Davey Richards against Hammerstone? You really want to see Davey Richards against EJ and Duca? I don't even know who that is. You really want to see Davey Richards against fucking, um, fuck, Samoan dude. I mean, maybe. You know? I mean, dude, I've, I've played a lot of wrestling video games in my day, on and off. And there's some wrestling video games where you have, like, a career mode, right? And you have, like, the training place. It's bullshit. Then you have, like, you know, like, all right, you're making it through the circuit. And then you get the place that actually has TV. But then you get, like, the main place, right? That, like, third level there where it's, like, there's either a a bunch of scrubs but a handful of, like, diamonds in the rough that are on their way up. That's That's what that is. Uh, that's what uh, MLW is, where it's like a bunch of scrubs that probably shouldn't be there, but they got to fill out their roster. So you got like people that are like twos and threes out of tens. And then you have that one guy that might be an eight with a little bit of polish. He could be a nine out of ten, maybe make it to the big Jacob Fatu. Jacob Fatu. You know, that that's so I mean, dude, if I'm going to watch their show, I'm going to I'm going to watch it just that's for like exactly. one match. You know, I, I which is what I did. Yeah. The reason I watched was for the finals of the Opera Cup when I found yeah. out it was TJP. Which to give TJP some credit, he's another guy that's kind of like going towards the highway of Will Osprey, where he's slowing himself down and being a little bit more methodical in his movement mm-hmm. instead of being just a human pinball like we've seen him in two hundred five and I'm like we've the, seen him for damn near a decade and a yeah. half. Yeah, he actually his his heel yeah. shit's actually pretty what? good. I was a fan. I actually want to see more of this TJP. Yeah. As opposed to what every other cruiserweight in the cruiserweight division in WCW almost. Yeah. Um, do I have a candidate? No. I mean, do I have a pick? No. All right. Yeah. That's fine. All right. Let's go through what's happening next week. Let's start with Tuesday. All right. <laughs> we'll run through this quick because you don't pay attention. Braun Breaker against Roderick Strong. Okay. And... Don't give a shit about Roderick Strong. Cameron Grimes. You still don't give a shit about Cameron Grimes? No, I give a shit about Cameron Grimes. Man, I, you need to watch Cameron. this. Oh, yeah? Takeover. Cameron uh-huh. Grimes beat Duke Hudson. Hair versus hair match. Oh, so okay. Duke Hudson got shaved. Really? So he came out on Tuesday with a that wig. That beautiful, handsome man had to get shaved. Dude, oh. a two all the way around with a two goatee and, and this, 
he'll even look better than he did before. Mm. Um, Looking like that guy from Pornhub. Oh, there's a lot of those. Oh, uh, you know. <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that everybody knows. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're having a rematch, No Holds Barred, yeah. Grammy and Hudson. Um, there's... Now that I've gotten over the fact that NXT 2.0, that NXT Black and Gold is dead, there's some stuff on this new roster that I like. But it's hard to figure out what kind of audience they're going for because it's developmental. But yet they're giving these weird-ass characters that knowing now that they get changed up again when they go to the main roster, yeah. how, 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 how much do you invest in any of that? That's part of the reason why I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, like... In a good way, like you just watch it for what it is, or in a bad way that you just don't want to watch it at all because you don't want to bother? I don't want to bother. Okay. I don't want to bother, you know. Uh, I'm still on that other side. That I yeah. don't care. I'm just enjoying it for what it is. I like the dudes with the jackets. I like the rednecks that got to know each other by bar fighting each yeah. other. Uh, the, I like Braun Breaker. Like, I like everything about Braun Breaker except the name Braun Breaker. And they're probably giving him a shittier name when he ends up in the main roster. I can actually agree with you on that. I don't. I don't hold that much against Braun Breaker. I think he's pretty pretty good. It's just his name's stupid, uh, and they they kind of don't really reference who the fuck he really is. But they kind of are. They call him a dog face gremlin. Yeah. And now in the last couple of weeks, has been barking, which he didn't do that in the beginning. Really? Yeah. Oh, just okay. like his daddy. Anyway. All right. Uh, winter is coming. Eventually, here in Houston. Right, right. But it'll be in Dallas. It was 80 degrees today. Okay, it's December. 86. In December. Almost in the middle of December. Yeah. <laughs> December what? Today's Ninth. December 9th. 9th. A week past December. 80 degrees. 80 degrees. That global warming, bitch. This is a motherfucker. Sammy Guevara versus Cody Rhodes for the TNT title. Give me a number. Wait, what? Why? Okay, so Sammy Guevara's cut is out there on ringside. Yeah. And he's cutting a promo with Shivani. And uh-huh. how comes Cody Rhodes? Uh-huh. And he's like, this open challenge. I'm just here to let you give you a heads up that uh, next week. Is it next week or in two weeks? Maybe I'm calling this too far ahead. But either way. He's like, your next challenger is me. Shakes his hand. Sammy shakes his hand. Cody leans up to him. He goes, good luck, kid. And then he lets go and he teases walking into the heel Tunnel before he turns back around and walks out of the face tunnel. Cody versus uh, Sammy Guevara. If it's in Texas, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm torn on the number because on one hand, I want to be like, this is completely wrong move, rate it low. But on the other hand, I'm intrigued, so I want to rate it high. Um, So, like, my knee jerk is, what, why? Cody's feud is with Malachi and I guess now Andrade and this has nothing to do with the TNT title that he already won and like well, he he's already beat Malachi in the third match so that's over with and I guess he and burnt he crispy burnt, he, yeah Andrade for no reason yeah so the Colonel's a uh, secret secret sauce yeah so. you know and that, like that. he beat him up so bad that Charlotte broke up with him yeah, yeah and. <laughs> So Andrade will probably be in rehab with Hardy. So. I mean, I guess. I, oh shit! Uh, I I don't know. Like I don't get it. And then the whole thing of it's not that I don't want to see Cody be uh, fighting for championships. I don't want the Cody haters to have fuel to say, "Oh, see, see, he's just fighting for championships." His own like 
it's kind of like it's kind of like I don't like the Cowboys, not because I don't like the Cowboys, it's because I don't like the Cowboys fans, right? So when the Cowboys are winning, a la verga, yeah, Cowboys are winning. Oh, <laughs> good job! But the Cowboys, right? Oh, we're going to the Super Bowl again. You know, Dak you know, and Zeke are great players, and no, they were in the fucking, fucking Vikings. Hall, Hall of Famer, man. It's no, not ever since fucking Neon Deion Sanders. It did, oh goddamn, shut the fuck up. We still got four more trophies than the Texans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bitch, shut up. We're America's team. No, you're not. You're Ireland's team. Like, <laughs> like shut up. And like that. I lo- so I don't want. I don't want the Cowboys to win because I don't want to hear from the fucking Cowboy fans. And I don't want Cody to piss off the Cody haters even more so that the Cody haters have more shit to fucking talk about. And this is something that'll give the Cody haters something to talk about. So I'm like, no. But I'm also like. This could be a good match. And I'm not a Cody hater. I want to see Cody have good matches. So I'm torn, man. Since I'm torn, and since I either want to give it a fucking four or a nine, I'm going to meet it in the middle and go with a seven. Okay, that's middle enough. Middle I'll enough. give it an eight. Okay. Um, it's. I think Cody's enjoying himself right now in the fact that he went from able. He went from being the Triple H of the brand to now being the John Cena of the brand. There's people that cheer him, and there's people that boo him. But you can tell the people that are booing him, yeah, because they're the loud minority, or yeah. maybe the loud majority. Yeah, and Cody can still cut that one promo where he'd be like, "I can't stand you, motherfucker!" But goddamn, I still respect you. Yeah. And then the next match, they still boo his ass. Even if he loses the fucking leg next time. Yeah. He's still going to boo him because yeah. it's fun. And, Co- and Cody's taking advantage of it. So it's easy to say that. But goddamn, dude. This could be... I don't want to say make or break, but this could be what puts Sammy in the next level of talent in the f- four pillars of AEW. Maybe. He can go with Cody. Yeah. And let's not forget, the first match on AEW Dynamite Sammy Guevara against Cody Rhodes. Yeah. So let's that see. That was a good ass match. Yeah. That let's kind see, of opened. Surprised. I hope y'all remember that. It opened people's eyes to Sammy Guevara. Yeah. You know, and, and that that took a little bit of steam away from the haters of Cody when it was like barely rumblings, right? Yeah. Oh, the elite when it could have been Cody and Kenny and the Bucks where they're like, oh, well, you know, they, they shouldn't just take over the thing because it's their own company. And it's like, no, look. Sammy Guevara had a really good match against Cody. Oh, okay, Sammy. Yeah. You know, but now it's like full blown out that way with Cody when I don't think it should have been. But yeah, that was a good ass match. Yeah. And so maybe this is going to give even more shine to Sammy Guevara. And I don't mind shine on Sammy, Sammy Guevara, hometown boy. Yeah. I got Sammy winning. I hope Sammy wins. I got Sammy winning. The rivalry culminates. Serena Deeb, Hikaru Shida-san. Eight. Um, it's a cool little feud. Um, the 50 wins already happened. Uh, so Serena playing spoiler part isn't there. But she's still like... Well, she already she, did. She, she cre- yeah, she already did the spoiler. But she wound up kind of creating a secondary women's feud that has nothing to do with the women's title, which I think is fucking cool. Because you see that triciary feud because you have the tournament for the TBS title going. But that's a title. Yeah. Right? 
You know, it's very rare that we see just grudge matches with the women that make sense to have good stories. So I think AEW and doing, good matches. Yeah, AEW is doing well there. Yeah. So yeah, I'm at an eight. I got a uh, Hikaru winning. I'm at an eight too. Um, I would like to see whoever wins this match be the first contender for the for the hose title. Once they find out who the finals who the finals are and who was actually established as champion, because they basically took nothing. Mm-hmm. And when I mean nothing, they were the fucking like casino buy-in match for an all-out during the pandemic. <laughs> and then they brought that back with the Hikaru uh, possible fiftieth. Yeah, and you assume, hey, they're bragging that Hikaru's gonna win her fiftieth match. They got a nice little like trophy and pendant and certificate for participation and all this. And what? Wait, what? What? Serena turned heel and beat that bitch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the backstage videos back and forth. I was like, where the fuck? This reminds me of <laughs> Juan. Welcome. Make sure you wash your hands, you nasty bitch. He said, uh, "Sup, guys? I'm at work taking a shit. You're welcome." Does it got that corn in it from yesterday? <laughs> it's funny. Every time I eat corn, I always look at it and I say, I'll see you later. And then 24 hours? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. This reminds me Sorry. of Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. Okay. They were almost stealing the thunder from whatever that title feud for the women was. Mm-hmm. Because they had that badass match in Dynamite where they both beat the ever-loving fuck out of each other. And yeah. all of a sudden, they weren't talking about the women's champ. They weren't talking about the number one contender. They were talking about Britain Thunder. And that put them both on the map. So right now, with this Deeb and Sheeta, they have the capability to be that next eclipsing thing where... Yeah. Oh, Britt Baker's cool. You know, she might be defending the belt against Rico for a cup of coffee, which probably won't mean nothing because it's not going to happen at a pay-per-view. Uh, and Britt's talking shit because they're all these runner-ups are, pl- are fighting for, like, the second-place belt, the the, T- the TBS, the host title, and all that. And I then, befo- and then before that. you know it, nah, everybody's talking about fucking Hikaru Shida and Serena Deeb tearing down the fucking house again. God damn it, Giggles. <laughs> I'm sorry. These guys in the live chat, they're just... <laughs> Chris doesn't eat corn. He just rents it for 22 hours or 24 hours. <laughs> candy corn. Nobody pays to eat candy corn. Juan says, elite elotes for days. <laughs> Goddamn. I'm done with y'all. Fucking. Give, give it a few minutes. Yes. I'm sorry. Go, please. Please. Hangman, Adam Page against Brian Danielson for the uh, AEW world title. You mean Wangman. Wang man. <laughs> Did you see that they went and uh, edited the font for the, the, the graphic so it doesn't say Wang Man anymore? Oh, shit. <laughs> so that little piquito that was in the middle that kind of made it look like a W, they inverted it so it's pointing down. So the, this part is flat so it looks more like an H. So it's not like that now. It's like that. But they're going flat across. We fucking, but they can't fix the hose title? We did it. We did it. We bullied them into them editing and fixing something. Good job. No more Wang Man. <laughs> I got you to go back and look at that. Book. Wang Man is thrusting in the direction of the problem. <laughs> God damn it. Euro beat intensifies. Yes. Uh, nine. All right. I know the question you're going to ask. Why can't you bust that fucking nut? At a ten? Mm. The reason why? 
It's because it's Hangman's first major uh, defense. I don't think that he's going to lose it. Um, especially since it's not at a pay-per-view. I get it that the, you know, Brian's been doing this whole beating everybody in their hometown thing. Kicking their heads in. Kicking, yes, yes. Uh, I think that's a perfect build build, so that the heel will finally lose at the major baby faces town who has a championship first defense. They're not taking it off of Wangman. Wangman's gonna beat him. Beat that beat that dragon with his wang. With this big old wang. And uh, you know, yeah. Then so hop in his Tesla and drive it, on home. If there was more ambiguity to it, more of like, man, maybe John Bryan is gonna beat him or you know, whatever, then I would have been like I, I had a tent. I, I got Wangman winning. Mm. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop calling him Wangman. Ho's <laughs> title. Um Fought it is important. Letter spacing is important, AEW. God damn it. You ruined Hangman's name and you call the TBS title the hose title. Just look at, have a fucking font specialist, a graphic editor, look at your shit before you make it. Sorry, that's it. I'm done. Because of that, we have Wangman and the hose title instead of Hangman and the TBS title. God damn. Oh, Tony. Font. Tony. What? Two for one deal, bruh. You sign me, I'll bring Aaron Garcia with me. You'll never have these problems again. You ain't no fucking graphic designer. I know, that's why I bring Aaron. Yeah, the real one. Yeah, the real one. Yeah. I'm the booker. Oh. I book and he designs. So you're smart Mark Sterling. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All the muscle is on Aaron. Yeah. All the brain muscles on Aaron. Yeah. The mouth muscles on me. Ooh, oh, uh, daddy. <laughs> Ladies, <laughs> the mouth muscle. I'm at a nine. Flipping my I phone think, back over. Ah, oh, shit. I'm at a nine. I think the heel turn. I'm not sure if it's a full heel turn because I believe everything Daniel Bryan says every week. There's I a little stipulation too. where Hangman's ready to do something or Hangman doesn't do something, and Daniel Bryan calls him out on all this shit. And like, yeah. you know what? This motherfucker's right. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's that makes a good heel. You know, I, I I'm enjoying his heel run. To be honest, um, I I'm enjoying his heel run. I sadly to say, so far I think the Hangman runs a little flat really? because he hasn't had any defenses. He hasn't done anything with the, with the title belt. Well, he about to. Yeah, but how long was all out? Or no, how long was full gear? Five weeks ago, four weeks ago, muscle minnow, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just, I don't know. I think it's too soon to have this match, to be honest. Too I, soon? Yeah. You were just complaining about how he hasn't had any title defenses. And now you're saying it's no, too soon? No, he can always have a title defense with somebody in the rankings on television to build up. To You don't want to sell a fucking pay-per-view with Hangman and Brian? You're going to give that away on fucking Dynamite? But it's not Dynamite. It's Winter is Coming. Yeah, like... A fourth of their dynamites have special names. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But Dynamite. When, Arbor Day. Who gives a fuck? Winter's coming. <laughs> you gotta respect it. I'm at a nine. All right. I feel like it's too soon for any of this to happen. It's too soon for Brian to turn heel. It's too soon for Brian to be in this match. And I think it's too soon for Brian to win. I got Hangman winning this. All right. Yeah. Wangman. <laughs> That's, so far, that's it for Winter's Coming. They might announce more <laughs> shit on Friday, but it doesn't matter. He's just in it for the wang. Uh, Wait, so the, the, the 
finals of the TBS title aren't on here? The finals of the TBS title is going to be on the first episode of the new year, which happens to be on TBS. Instead, That of- makes sense. <laughs> that, the, yeah, the TBS title will be on the TBS show. Yes. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. That, yeah, that bitch show. Yes. <laughs> I got a feeling that they're going to, and I wouldn't hate it at all. I'd give it to fucking Cargill. She's already owning the fucking gimmick. Yeah. 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 You know yeah. what? It, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Cargill wins it. And she's like, I am not a hoe. And she changes it to something completely different. And that'll be an easy ride out for, for everybody. I don't think they're going to acknowledge oh, come the whole thing. They're oh, they not have gonna, to. They're not going to. They have to. That. If, if they want to if they want to bring back the prestige of like television titles, yeah. they'll bring back the fucking old school like TBS logo <laughs> in that little rectangle little font Dan- with the Turner Broadcasting home video like yeah. logos on the side of the belts and shit. Daniel says something that's interesting, kind of you know backtracking a little bit. He says, "I've got a hunch that uh, TNT isn't liking Guevara as a TNT champ," and said, "You know, it's time to put it back on Cody." What do you think about that? You think TNT is... What called? is it about Guevara that they don't like? He said... That, excuse me. He said it's just a hunch. So, I don't know. When you say, I have a hunch, you don't need justification. <laughs> <laughs> See, but the thing is... Man, that's, that's a good question. Because I'm trying to wonder how much pull TNT actually has of saying, you know what? We want to see CM Punk with the belt now. Give it to me. Yeah. Does Tony Khan just say yes, Daddy, and does it whatever they want, or is Tony Khan still the one that has the pin? Like, what justification yeah, does know. what does a network have that, for whatever reason, Sammy Guevara is not clicking? You know, that, I, I, I mean, haven't heard any I mean, stories that, at all. This is the first I hear of TNT not liking Sammy as a champ. Well, this is just a hunch. It's not a, a story. Well, this yeah, is a hunch. one random thought bubble. Yeah, one random thought bubble from some idiot in Virginia. Like, <laughs> but um. Well, Adam Page probably told him. So that's probably oh, that's, that's it has to be true. Then. Yeah, it has, yeah, to, be it has true. to be true. But I mean, yeah, you gotta you gotta think about it. How much how much input do, do the networks have? Because I, I just said it right now when you were talking about the TBS title and how uh, Cardgill is not going to refer to it as the Hose title, even though when you look at or it, that it says bitch show. Yeah, or that bitch show. Like I bet TBS would be like, "Yo, uh, we don't want you referring to our network name as that." You know, like, I, I could see that happening, but does the line end there, or do they have even more? Hey, this is our brand, our name on your title. You know, like, how much how much say do they have in that? I, I would think it's something kind of, like, similar to whenever companies uh, uh, license out their names to, like, arenas and shit. You know, Minute Made Field. I mean, they don't have say so in whether or not they resign fucking Carl. Astros resign Carlos Correa, but like, there's some really bad press going on because of it. We don't being- want you fucking drinking simply orange in our stadium. Yeah, yeah. Or, or if like some Astros come on and just start saying, "Oh, propaganda could suck my dick." Or like, you know. Oh, it's Minuteman Field because we're like quick or some bullshit. <laughs> you know, like, hey, 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 quit messing with our brand, with our name. I know this, you know, like you'll never see any any Astro get on there and call it the juice box. We call it the juice box. But Minute Maid is like, yo, you need to refer to it as Minute Maid Field because Minute we Park. pay the money. Yeah. You know, so it's like how much leeway is there? How, you know, where's the creative control? Here's a thought bubble. 
Say somebody goes too far on television, and the next week TNT says, "Well, you're off our we're off our channel." Would AEW survive on on YouTube if Dynamite was Wednesday on YouTube and they get ad revenue from like like soccer where they do the ads on the corner or they do commercial breaks live on YouTube and they still hold their four pay per views a year? Do you think AEW could survive on that kind of platform if, for whatever reason, just like one day Time Warner said, we don't want to deal, we don't want wrestling on our books anymore? No. Why? Look at Impact. Impact uh, lost a lot of its fan base just because it got shitty for a while. But after it stopped being shitty, it's actually pretty good. The product ain't that bad. But it's on a channel that nobody knows about. Channel is important. Or a channel that they don't have a subscription to because of their cable access. Look at ROH. Everybody got YouTube. ROH is fucking good. ROH... ROH isn't on Twitch. ROH isn't on YouTube. Even their website's a week behind, at least. Yeah. If if they if they, and and they've already and they already have a footprint with dark and elevation, Monday and Tuesday. Eh, no. I don't. I don't I, I don't know. I don't see it. If it went I don't that far, it. you don't see it. If it went that far, yeah, I don't see it. Okay. Now that's if it's just TNT, right? Or, or if it's. It's Turner Broadcasting Station, so yeah. that's TNT and TNT. Oh, it'd be both? It's everything. Then, yeah. yeah. Then. Nope. Nope. Okay. You have the best product in the world, but nobody sees it. If a bear takes a shit in the woods and I'm not there to sniff it, you know. Then you got COVID. <laughs> right, JoJo? <laughs> you know, JoJo isn't responding anymore in the chat, so, you know... <laughs> Gotta send in those rosaries yeah, then? Maybe. Shit. Ay, dos mio. Yeah. Father, son, Hasaguchi. Um, Hasaguchi. So on the way out, do you still own any WWF or WWE DVDs? Yes. A fuck ton. DVDs and Blu-rays. There's a, I got a bunch of Blu-rays I never even opened. Why do you have them? Because before the network, that was the way that I'd be able to go back and rewatch some shit. Now, most of the ones that I have were not pay-per-views, right? Most of the ones that I had were the documentaries, the retelling of the story, the best of so-and-so, the best of this, you know, that stuff. I did have, like, several WrestleManias on DVD because they were WrestleManias. And I wanted to start collecting Royal Rumbles, but I never did. But most of my collection, which is a big fucking collection, is best of documentaries, rise and fall of this and that, yeah. that kind of thing. But then, but, but, huh? You have a favorite? Or a couple favorites? That you can't pry out of your cold, dead hand? I can't say that there's one that I've watched enough times over and over and over to say it's my favorite. I like them all, but all for different reasons. But the the view count on all of them at minimum is zero. Because like I said, there's some that I haven't even opened. Yeah. Uh, but then the view count maximum is probably like three. You know, and that might be the Brett documentary or something. You know, <laughs> of course like, they would be. The yeah, Brett. yeah. Um, I want to say that there was a best of. Uh, a certain year and I, I can't remember what year it is it's like 2014 2012 something like that best pay-per-view matches of that year and it had uh punk and brian punk oh, over Brian. The limit. yeah 
Yeah, yeah so I was like, okay, whatever year that was. Because they had that and a couple other matches. I was like, yeah, these are good matches, you know. Um, I also have TNA uh, DVDs, some TNA ones. Uh, Best of Christian Cage. That's a good one, you know. Uh, so stuff like that. That's what I had. But when the um, network came out, I didn't need them. I wasn't going to throw them away. Mm-hmm. I would, couldn't sell them because all the other fucking marks had the fucking network too. So just collecting dust. Yeah, I've got mine box, boxed up in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, mostly documentaries because, again, the nerd in me wanted to learn everything. Um, I've got um, most of the wrestling pay-per-views are only the ones I went to. Okay. So I have <laughs> I have uh, Victory Road 08. Yeah. I have WrestleMania. <laughs> One of my pride and joys, I have WrestleMania X7 on VHS. VHS. And No Way Out of Texas 98 nice. on VHS. Nice. Um, I bought, I think I had all the Royal Rumble ones, the anthologies. They had anthologies of Royal yes. Rumbles. And then they started releasing anthologies of WrestleMania. The anthologies of WrestleMania, I think I only bought 16 through 20 that, because yeah. 17. And they're like two-sided yeah. DVDs. Yeah. So it's one side of the DVD and then you flip it over for all the extras and shit. I had 11 through 20. Yeah, 11 through 20. I still have it. I just don't have 1 through 10. And I really want one through ten. Well, because I really want ten. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, Pride and Joys, uh, X Seven VHS, No Way Out ninety eight VHS, The Rise and Fall of ECW. That sold out yeah. so fast, yeah. and they never really reprinted it. Mm-hmm. And for a while on the network, I have that one, There yeah. were a lot of documentaries that they didn't have. Yeah. So they were they were trickling on some here and there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Rise and Fall of ECW. Um, two shorter ones. There's a, a Cheating Death, Stealing Life, the Eddie Guerrero. Oh, it's cool. It's like 90 minutes long. Yeah. But it's really good. And also equally as good, but in a negative way. Uh, there's also one about Chris Benoit leading up to WrestleMania 20 where he finally won the world title. And it kind of cuts off after that. But it, it tells his, his journey through um, um, Pegasus Kid, yeah. through WCW, and then to WWE, and then all his shit that he was going on. There was a good Triple H one that I have, too. I just don't remember the title of it. Because one of them is good, and one of them is, like, not good. Uh, and I think one of them was just called King of Kings. And I don't remember the title of the other one. See, because there, there's some, like, releases. Like, I have a Rob Van Dam one. Where I was hoping for it to be a docu, like an hour and a half documentary, and it's just the but matches. It's matches, yeah. but in between the matches, there's like anywhere between two to ten minutes of RVD talking about the next match coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. To yeah, where yeah, if yeah. you edited out the whole two discs or three discs, you can get a good 35, 40 minute little documentary of just yeah. RVD's matches and just hearing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so like I know there's a there's several Undertaker ones, but they're match collections. They're not actually actually of him, which is weird because towards the end of Taker's career, he's on like four or five different like wrestler documentaries, and I'm thinking, did nobody sit down with him for a day and just go through his own career? Like I want to yeah. see sit me down in a theater for two and a half hours of nothing but fucking Undertaker. How we got from fucking USWA all the way to him ending WrestleMania thirty what was it thirty five thirty six. Whatever it Survivor was. Series yeah. 2021, 2020, you know, in the pandemic, all that shit. Oh, blood money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, we mentioned that because Survivor Series is the last one that just passed. Yeah. They aren't making any more releases. 
That you know what? I wouldn't shed a tear and I wouldn't be like surprised or even give a shit at all if the network was still the network in all its glory. Now that it's like Peacock and it's not what it was, you know, before the Peacock sell, uh, I, I'm like, that fucking sucks. If anything, I kind of wanted the DVDs and Blu-rays to make a comeback now that like... Vinyls the, are making a comeback and yeah, tapes. Because that tapes are making a comeback. Like, either fucking Peacock needs to like really just blow its load and have everything from that work on there available... Or you start giving me DVDs, you know, but... Can I give you a third option? Sure. Um, Pirate it, you fucking bastard. <laughs> Is that your third option? Technically. Uh, subscribe to a VPN and just download the WWE Network from, from another Yeah. From overseas, and it's basically the same thing that you But have. that's only going to last for how long? As I'm sure at some point, Peacock's going to get their tendrils into the overseas market too. And they're going to be like, okay, we're going to have Peacock UK and Peacock Australia and Peacock Japan. And then you could you get rid of the WWE Network over there. The only reason why they still have the WWE Network the way they do now is because Peacock isn't the same there over the yeah. seas. So. Sky Network, BBC. Yeah. And other stuff. Uh, Hector says that he has a, a TNA 2004, which has a Genesis, Hard Justice, Bound for Glory, and Victory Road all together. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, what are you going to be doing in the next couple of weeks, wrestling-wise? Do you got anything planned? Uh, yeah. Uh, this Saturday. This Saturday is UPW in Baycliff, Texas. Uh, we are going to have a dog collar match between Super Duperon and... Former UPW heavyweight champion Jesse Logan. Jesse got beat in Brazoria for the title. Now Jason Sullivan is the uh, heavyweight title. And uh, Blade Enterprises couldn't be any happier. Johnny Blade's happy. And Johnny Blade's like, hey, well, if you want uh, any shots at this title, too bad. You're fighting Dupe in a dog collar match because him and dupe have a bad beef and he's not gonna let him go against the title holder so he pulled some strings now we're having a dog collar match wow yeah those don't happen too often no 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 so this is this is gonna be fun and then uh dzw is on the 18th so the following uh saturday out in bookshire texas at the hangar unity center uh so yeah um come on brookshire's west and baycliffe is south Correct. Okay. Now, the um, uh, DZW, the one out in Brookshire uh, on the 18th, that is going to be our yearly Tugboat Taylor Invitational Tournament. Tournament. Uh, so, yeah, the whole night dedicated to the man that uh, trained most everybody that's a part of that scene. Um, and if you weren't trained by Tug, most likely you were trained by somebody that was trained by Tug. Um, so yeah, there's basically two major circles in Houston wrestling. There's the people that were trained by Booker and people that Tug. were trained by Tug, yeah. you know, pretty much. And for a uh, while they were both down the street in the, in the warehouse district, right? Back in the day? Yo, know, I'm not sure exactly where Tug's training facility was back in the day, but I believe you. <laughs> if you tell me that's where it was, <laughs> I'm like, okay. But yeah, um, so... The Invitational Tournament's going down, so I believe the winner of that uh, receives a title shot whenever they like. Uh, So there's stakes, and it's for Tug. Also, since it's during um, uh, Christmas, they're doing a Toys for Tots uh, toy drive uh, at the show. So come out to the show, watch some wrestling, bring some toys. We'll donate it to Toys for Tots. Um, 
yeah, so that's next Saturday. Oh, I forgot to mention about this Saturday at UPW. Uh, Santa's going to be there. So if you want to take pictures with Santa. <laughs> I mean, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. That's it. That's it? That's the show? Anything else? Uh, I'm no? good. I'm no. tapped out. I got to go to work early tomorrow. <laughs> we'll be back in uh, two weeks, three weeks. We'll preview. <laughs> we'll preview WWE Day One that happens oh. New Year's Day. And you know we got to figure out when we're gonna do the twenty twenty one year in review. Got to get Hector and uh, Arnold. Uh, we got to get their schedules pinned down and our schedules pinned down so we can figure out a weekend for us to get together, watch the matches of the year, and just four matches. Pick a match of the year. Just four matches. This just year. four matches this year. Yeah. Just four. All right. Yeah. Until then. That's it, brother. Adios, my friends. Keep it classy. Yeah. No glitches at all. Hell yeah. Here. That's badass. It was smooth as fuck. Like butter. If the if the microphone camera I mean, the camera the microphone on the camera